0: Thank you. Good morning. morning. All right. I've got a clicker. I've got notes. Unlock. There it is. All right. Give me a second. Let me just have a look. It's good. So, Jenny, thank you. Where are you? I can't see you. There you are. Thank you for sharing your testimony this morning. Um, I'm excited for for that testimony because unbeknownst to Jenny, my message this morning is all about the power of the voice. So thank you for, for sharing that and, and for being obedient to share your testimony. Because the power of the testimony is, is unmatched. When we speak our testimony, we declare truth. Truth that nobody can argue with because it is our testimony. It happened. It's real. And, and you can quote philosophy and you can quote theology and you can quote practical science, but you can't dissuade me from my testimony. My testimony is, for me, a fixed point. It's something that nothing can change. It's something that nothing can alter. And so testimony is powerful. And when we speak testimony, we speak something that is true. We speak something that is unaltering. So I want to share with us this morning a little bit about the the, The power of the voice and and the power of the spoken word, the power of declaration. But I want to start just by clarifying a few things. So, can I ask, what is today's date? Anybody? 18th of August, 2019, AD, in the year of our Lord. Okay. Okay. But why is it 2019? Who defined that it's 2019? Well, it's defined as a result of a lot of history and a lot of people doing various things historically. But it's defined A.D. because it's the year of our Lord. And so we mark our current calendar from zero, being the year of our Lord, through to today, 2019, so 2019 years. However, ours was not the original calendar. The Gregorian calendar that we have today is not the original calendar that was used for for generations. And in fact, the Hebrew calendar, which is the the calendar is used by the Jewish people, a Jewish nation, and has been used for many more years then our gregorian calendar is a is a fascinating calendar because the the jewish people god's chosen people the israelites he gave them some incredible wisdom and through the decades through the centuries through the millennia god has used and spoken through the Hebrew people, through the Jewish nation. So much of what we live today, and so much of the word, so much of the Bible, is actually part of the, the Jewish nation's history. And so we, we look at the Jewish calendar. And this year, in the Jewish calendar, it's 5,779. So that's that's the year, that's the current year that we are in at the moment. Now, the Jewish calendar does not start in January. It does not start on January the 1st, and it does not end on December the 31st. The Jewish calendar starts on a day that has been termed Rosh Hashanah. And Rosh Hashanah, because the Jewish calendar is, is based on cycles of, of lunar cycles and um, many of the, the astronomical uh, phenomena, that the Jewish year is not always the same number of days. It's, it can range from anything from about 340 days to about 390 days. So depending on the year and depending on the cycles of the moon and depending on the astronomical f- features in the universe, the Jewish calendar will shift but basically the jewish calendar says that we have had 3 sorry 5779 years since creation because the jewish calendar goes right back to the beginning okay so the jewish calendar i, I need to caveat that a little bit because the jewish calendar goes back to adam It goes back to the day that God breathed life into the soul of Adam. Before Adam, there were six days, yeah? So there's six days of creation. Now, those six days are not accounted for in the Jewish calendar. Those six days are are talked about in the Jewish uh, uh, writings, but they're not accounted for in the Jewish calendar. But if you look at the genealogies as written in the Bible, and you look at the genealogies as written in the Hebrew texts, you can accurately count 5,779 years since Adam. Okay, so just setting the scene a little bit here for you. 5,779 years, so that's this year, and it started Rosh Hashanah last year, which was around September, the end of September, and this year, 5,779 ends on Rosh Hashanah this year, which is the 30th of September. Okay? Are you tracking with me? Are you keeping up with all of these numbers? So far. Thank you, Lenore. So, come the 30th of september we transition in the jewish calendar from 5779 to 5780 okay yes and what i love about so many of the things that are related to the the hebrew language and the hebrew symbols and and Hebrew prophecy is that everything to the Jew is prophetic. Everything that they live by, everything that they walk by, everything that happens to them as a nation, God has spoken something about it because he is invested in his people. And he hasn't just you know, left them to their own devices. God is intimately working His plan through His people, His chosen people. And Jesus said that we've been grafted into His chosen people. So we, we may not have been born Jewish, but we have been grafted, when you made a decision to follow Christ, You were grafted into God's family. And so he says there is no Jew or Gentile because we have become one family. But all of God's truth that applied to the Jews applies to us. And so there is a richness in the Hebrew language and there is a richness in the Hebrew history, the Jewish history, that we can look at today and learn some things from. So I've just talked a lot about the Hebrew and, and, and the age of, of, of the earth and, you know, time itself. And if you're interested in any of those sorts of things, we've got an apologetics department. And you can, you can chat with Phil afterwards to find out what we're doing with our apologetics and, and, and some of the questions that you might have. And I would encourage you to engage with the apologetics team to ask these questions because they're so exciting. So we're moving from 5779 to 5780 on the 30th of September on Rosh Hashanah. And what that means is we're not just moving from one year to a new year. We're actually moving from one decade to another decade. And in in, in the Hebrew calendar and, and in the Jewish language and in the Jewish writings the decade that we are moving from is the decade of ayin ayin so if we can put that up do i need to click or are you going to put oh that's fantastic thank you vic so this is the this is the jewish letter in their alphabet for ayin and the jewish alphabet is very much a pictorial alphabet. It's, it's not ABCs. It's more designed around pictograms. And pictograms look like something, okay? And in, in this case, the pictogram of AN kind of looks like eyes and a nose and a mouth. And so the primary function of AN is eyes. It is the seeing. And so the the decade that we have been in for the last 10 years on the Jewish calendar, God has prophetically been speaking about seeing. See what I see. Look with your eyes, your spiritual eyes, your natural eyes, and see what I am saying. See what I have declared. See what I am pointing out to you. See the truths. Okay? So he's saying, use your eyes and see. Have vision. Stir up the vision that I am speaking and see what I am doing. Now the exciting thing about 5779. So all of the 577s, seven, whether it was 5770, 5771, 5772, all the way through, have all been about an, because it's the decade of seeing. But then the last number, the one, the two, the three, the four, the five, and this year the nine, adds onto the seeing. So the nine. and we're not going to put this one up because I don't actually have a pictogram of it. But the nine is the letter taled, T-A-L-E-D. And and nine in the Hebrew alphabet, taled, basically looks like one of two things. It looks like a serpent in a basket, or it looks like a womb. And so the letter nine, or, or the number, the letter taled, which is the number nine, So their letters and their numbers match things. So so a letter and a number are the same word. So Taled basically means new start, but it also means be aware of deception. So God is saying in 79 so this, this year that we're in, as part of A it's C, and as part of Taled, it's be aware of new birth, but watch out for the deception that would steal it. Okay? Does that, does that make sense? Have we all tracked with that? So now, we're moving into a new decade. And the new decade is 5780. So the 80, 80, or 81, or 82, all the way through for the next 10 years, is the decade of pay. So if we can put that one up, please. So P-E-Y. And pay looks like a mouth. So if you can imagine... I can't point to it. Is there a pointer on this? No. If you can imagine on... Get the finger to point. If you can imagine a head around like that, sorry, around like that, beg your pardon. if you can imagine a head around like that, that's the mouth, open mouth. And pay is essentially speaking of the power of declaration, it's the power of speaking. And so everything that we do in the next decade is going to be about declaring the truth of God, about speaking the power of God, about declaring what we have seen in the previous uh, uh, decade, and now we are declaring with boldness, because we have testimony, now we declare with boldness what God has shown us. So, I really like that. So, Jenny, God is putting a voice into you for these next 10 years, and I prophesy that over you. I declare that in the name of Jesus, your voice will carry, because you have a testimony You have seen what God has done. You have seen his faithfulness. And for 30 years, you have lived his faithfulness. And I declare healing over you. And I declare that you have a voice to speak his truth. And I speak that over this congregation, that we have a boldness. Now, Pastor Chris preached a couple of weeks ago about ALTAR, A-L-T-A-R. And it was an acronym. And Pastor Chris, forgive me, I cannot remember any of the letters except for the one A, the second A, and it was audacity. And he said that we, as the people of God, should have the audacity to speak his truth. We should move in an audacity that is not disrespectful, but it is confident in who God is, that we are confident in what He has told us. We are confident in what He has shown us, and we speak without shame. Because He has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. That is what Paul told Timothy, because Timothy was struggling not to be audacious. He was struggling with the the timidity of a young man who was moving in a world that was not particularly encouraging. And Paul said to Timothy that the spirit that God has put into you is not the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And you have the, the strength in the spirit to declare what He is showing you. I love the psalm that Rob shared this morning because it speaks about God declaring, God speaking, God releasing His voice. And there's another psalm that I'm going to read to you from the Passion Translation, and it's Psalm chapter 33. And I'm going to read verses 3 through 9. And it says, Sing and shout with passion. Make a spectacular sound of joy. For God's word is something to sing about. He is true to his promises. His word can be trusted. And everything he does is reliable and right. The Lord loves seeing justice on the earth. Anywhere and everywhere you can find his faithful, unfailing love. All he had to do was speak by his spirit wind command, and God created the heavenlies. Filled with galaxies and stars, the vast cosmos he wonderfully made. His voice scooped out the seas, the ocean depths he poured into vast reservoirs. Now, with breathtaking wonder, let everyone worship Yahweh, this awe inspiring creator. Words he breathed, and worlds were birthed. Words he breathed, and worlds were birthed. Let there be, and there was. Springing forth the moment he spoke, no sooner said than done. I love that. That is the power of our God's voice. Now, if we can go back to that, um, that picture of um, pay. That's great. Thank you. Now, the interesting thing about the letter pay is that there is a secret letter hidden in the letter pay, and it is the letter bet. Now, I don't have a picture of bet either, but in the letter pay, that top line round to the bottom line without the, what I'm going to call the epiglottis, because, you know, <laughs> it's it's that biological little dingly dangly thing in the back of your throat. That's the epiglottis, and that's that's that Dingly dangly thing there. But without the epiglottis, that is the letter bet B-E-T. So hidden in pay is the letter bet. Okay, are you ready? Brace yourselves for this. The letter bet is the first letter in Hebrew scripture. And it speaks of creation. And so hidden in the word is creation. Hidden in the power of the spoken word, pay, in the mouth, is creation. that's amazing. I love the things that God has hidden for us. There's a scripture, that I'm, I've probably spoken it from this pulpit before, but I love it. It says, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the glory of kings to reveal it. That means that God has concealed things in creation, and he said to man, Go ahead, my sons, my daughters, discover, reveal my glory. I love how God has hidden things for us to search out. For those of you who are parents, how many times have you played hide-and-seek with your kids? And you've hidden behind a sofa or a curtain, but you've left half your body out Because the fun is in the finding. And God has hidden secrets in creation for us to discover because He's a good Father. And He's fun. And He's given us so many tools in the Word, in Scripture, to discover who He is. To explore who he is. Oh no, iOS 12.4, don't update, please. (laughs) Oh goodness. (laughs) So, in the Gregorian calendar, as of the 1st of January next year, we're coming into 2020, and I've used it a lot. Hmm? What? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. My wife's just uh, sidetracking me completely because you're gorgeous. Oh. 2020. Now, what is 2020? If you're an optometrist, perfect vision. Okay. So 2020 is perfect vision. Now we're back into the Gregorian calendar, but remember in the Hebrew calendar, we're moving into the decade of speaking and declaring. So we're moving out of the decade of seeing and we're moving into the decade of declaring. And so into 2020, I want to encourage you It is not the year for seeing vision. It is the year for speaking vision. Because it's too late, folks, for us to be coming to January the 1st and saying, Lord, give me a vision for this decade. We've had 10 years of preparing. Let's move into this new decade with a confidence that says God is for us He is not against us. Let's move into this decade that says, God, you have a plan. You have a vision. And I'm going to speak your vision. I'm going to declare your vision. I'm going to say with confidence, my God is strong. My God is an overcoming, overpowering God. My God is the king of the universe. That's who my God is. My God is not puny or weak. My God is not someone that I need to be embarrassed about. My God, I will sing of his praises. So I'm excited about this coming year. And I'm excited about these next 10 years because we get to declare His truth. Just because we've moved out of the, the decade of, of uh, Aeon, that the prophetic dies. That's not how it works. We build onto what God has shown us. We continue to see prophetically, but it becomes even more important that what we see, we declare. See, the thing is, If you look at church history, over about the last 10, 15 years, the prophetic office has been restored to the church. We had lost the power of the prophetic spiritual gift, and God has been restoring that gift to the church. Now, interesting, how many spiritual gifts are there? The spiritual gifts that are talked about in in, in 1 Corinthians... Nine, nine spiritual gifts. And we get to 5779, and we recognize that God is saying, I've, I've restored everything. Because remember, the nine talks about the womb. It talks about the, the birthing. And it's saying, right, this is done. But it also says deception. Be aware of Deception. Make sure that you are wary of those who would deceive and who would steal. And so before we get to the 30th of September, can I encourage you, make the most of the days to pray, Lord, would you restore the years that the locusts have stolen so that when you come to Rosh Hashanah, On the 30th of September, you will step confidently into the next 10 years of your life. Because things are going to be shaking, church. Things are going to be shifting. And God has said, you need to stand. You need to declare with boldness what I have shown you. John chapter 12, verse 49 is Jesus speaking about some of his ministry. And he says this, For I have not spoken on my own, but the Father himself who sent me has given me a command as to what I should say and what I should speak. So if that was good enough for Jesus' ministry, it sure as heck is good enough for us. So we need to hear what God is saying. We need to see what God is saying. And then we need to declare it. We need to speak it. But what does he speak? What did God show Jesus? What did the Father say? And Jesus says this, I know that his command is eternal life. I know that his command is eternal life. So the things that I speak I speak just as the Father has told me. I command eternal life. So folks, here's the thing. In the power of the tongue is eternal life. Proverbs 18 verse 21 says the life and death are in the power of of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The the exhortation for us into this new decade, watch the tongue, because there is power of life and death in in, in your tongue. We've all heard the scripture, if you've been around Uh, Christianity for any length of time. And you will have heard in the book of James. You will have heard this. But I'm going to read it to you from the Passion Translation again. Because it it does bring a little bit of newness. And it says this in in James chapter 3 verses 2 to 4. We all fail in many areas. But especially in. In our words. Yet, if we are able to bridle the words we say, we are powerful enough to control ourselves in every way. And that means our character is mature and fully developed. If you can control what your tongue is saying, then the Word of God is telling you there is maturity in your character. So, no judgment, but if you can't control what you say, look at your character. What's happening? Have you submitted that area to Jesus? Because if you're speaking negativity, if you're speaking doubt, if you're speaking slander, if you're speaking gossip, that is an area that is not under the lordship of Jesus Christ. And friends, deal with it now. Don't wait. Deal with it now. Because we have to have characters that are mature. Because going to use us, he says, wheat and chaff will be separated. We need to have mature characters. We need to have a control over our tongue by the spirit and grace of God. So I'm going to keep reading. Horses have bits and bridles in their mouths so that we can control and guide their large body. And the same with mighty ships. Though they are massive and driven by fierce winds yet they are steered by a tiny rudder at the direction of the person at the helm. So when there are mighty winds blowing us around, if we have Jesus, his spirit at the helm, it develops character in us so that we speak only his truth. Because remember what Jesus said? His command is eternal life. So in the power of the tongue, there is life and death. What are you speaking? Are you speaking eternal life? Let me encourage you, friends. Get a grip on this. Because it's only under his lordship that we have a hope of speaking eternal life. It's a song that was written by Brian Johnson and John Moore um, from Bethel Church, and, and it's a song that's entitled, Where You Go, I Go. And it's a, it's a paraphrase of what Jesus said many times throughout the Gospels, in particular throughout John, in, in, in the book of John. We we see the record of Jesus many times saying, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only say what I hear the Father saying. I only speak what I know the Father says. Because he was so submitted to the Father that his actions were entirely directed by the creator God. The God of all of the universe, who when he spoke Worlds were created. So the song says this. The chorus is, Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. Jesus only did what he saw you do. He would only say what he heard you speak. He would only move when he felt you lead, following your heart, following your spirit. So how could I expect to walk without you? When every move that Jesus made was in surrender. I will not begin to live without you, for you alone are worthy, and you are always good. Though the world sees and soon forgets, we will not forget who you are and what you've done for us. Where you go, I go. What you say, I say. What you pray, I pray. Worship team, if you want to come up, please. Guys, I want to encourage us today as we step into the last month of the decade of Aeon. And we prepare to step into the decade of pay. Pay as we begin to prepare ourselves for the move from seeing to the time of declaring and speaking. I want to invite you to prepare your hearts. Be open to what the Holy Spirit is saying. You know, if you've been a Christian for a long time, then, you know, you will have experienced a lot of this last decade as God showing you things. If you've just become a believer, there is still a lot that God can show you, and He will continue to show you. But He is also putting on us a spirit of boldness, To declare his truth, his eternal life, his promises, his creative power in your mouth to speak into situations, to speak into the atmosphere, to break the power of darkness. This morning as we were praying downstairs, we heard Isaiah 60 that says, Darkness covers the earth. A great darkness covers the people. But it also says, Arise and shine, for your light has come. Won't you stand with me, please?
1: season we're in. Still will remember when I, I don't know when it was, we met with the prayer team. And I shared a few things with our prayer team as we're moving into the next season. One of the things was, while we're not ignoring prayer, prayer is still going to be very important. One of the things God is pushing us into now is moving from prayer into declaration. He said that to our prayer team. Is something that the Lord is taking us into, where we prophetically hear His voice. We pray about it, but now we're going to speak, 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 speak to those mountains. The days are coming when the power of God must manifest like it should, and one of the key components is speaking to those mountains, speaking into situations. Hearing the voice of God, speaking into it by faith. Let there be. And so this morning I'm going to pray over it. Perhaps God wants to flex that speaking muscle, that esophagus or whatever, all that whole thing put together. Speak, speak, speak. But listen, Stuart beautifully put it together. There has to be that clean heart that there's no deception, that the devil doesn't put his words to speak. But We are able to clearly hear his word and speak his word because then those things will begin to manifest and happen. There's some crazy things God's going to cause us to do as we get into September. Declaring. So perhaps this morning as we're here, allow the Lord just to minister to us right now. Maybe some of us needed to be here this morning to hear this word, to, to now begin to meditate on it as we go home tonight. Prepare your temples. Prepare the temple, clean the temple up. Say, Holy Spirit, I want you now to fill in wait this temple like you've never done before so that I'll be able to be a full carrier, container of your glory, Lord. In this dark world that your light will begin to shine. I won't just be a passive believer a passive member of your body, but I will be an active, game-changing, life-bringing, whatever, walking into dead situations and declaring the word of the Lord. Thus said the living God, in the name of Jesus. Why don't we just lift our hands? We're going to pray in the Spirit use our tongues Lord yes take the coal and cleanse our lips that only things of heaven would come out of these lips oh God The glory of God to bring life <coughs> oh father give us a fresh revelation a fresh revelation this morning why don't we just take one song as we close song worship but in this moment guys let's make a fresh consecration a fresh declaration spirits we can see it this is a new season god is taking his church into and he's preparing his bride it only takes 300 people figuratively who are willing to respond like gideon's army in the right manner and say lord take all of us use us in this end time work for the souls that need to be saved for the towns that need to come to christ We're believing, I'm believing that Abergavenny will be a Christian town. Christian town. Majority will be Christians. In and around our region. So we're talking not just about Abergavenny, but all the different counties that we represent. Father, what seems impossible in the natural, you are able to make possible. We want to see that happen in our lifetime. That there'll be more that know you than not these are the days when you're moving in power. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. If you can dare to believe, if you can dare to believe that God is able, God can do it. God can do it. Lord, increase our faith, not just in seeing, but now in speaking. Declaring that over our towns. Declaring that in your neighborhood. As you walk every morning, speak to your neighbors as they're asleep in their beds, and say, you will know the living God. Speak to the lanes that you walk along. Speak, declare the glory of God to fall down. Come on, let's do this now.